Good morning, Above Higher family. This is Cassie. I'm your co-host today. It is six in the morning for me, and I'm sitting here with my pumpkin spice latte, which sounds silly coming out of my mouth when I hear it. (laughs) Um, Everything is good. I do wish it was a little bit colder outside. I'm so ready for like six months of rain. Yeah, I think we're all kind of ready for, at least if you live in California anyway, we are ready for rain. Yeah, things are good. Um, It's very early, which is totally fine. I'm happy to be here, but I am a little bit tired and my voice is probably a little bit sleepy so forgive me but I'm very excited to be here talking about something that I think is important um I was actually in a yoga class yesterday and my yoga teacher he always has very profound things to say um they're really simple but they always kind of hit home and yesterday he was talking about whether or not you're the same person all the time. Like when no one's looking, that's when we do our most important work. When no one is expecting us to perform a certain way, how do we show up? Do you have the discipline to be consistent and be committed to yourself and to what you're doing every day? And the best thing that he said that really stuck with me was, Are you who you say you are wherever you go? And that sat with me and it was really powerful. Um, I always enjoy those moments when I go in to stretch it out or something and come out with a new perspective on things or come out with a statement that really sticks to me. So, And I thought it was a great one, uh, especially leading into this topic of doing the work I thought it was funny because we have probably referenced this statement in our episodes like more than I can count, but the last time we did an episode, or I I did one solo, I don't remember, but I said it, and I think it was on body positivity or loving your body, I should say. Um, I said it, and... I was like, do people know what this means? Because it's such a simple statement, but the statement itself has no merit or no value unless you have actually gone through the process of doing the work. So I really wanted to bring my perspective on what that means from a just a basic definition standpoint so some of you that may hear it a lot actually know like how powerful it is um, especially when we're referencing it in our episodes because I'm sure it'll come up like a thousand more times in the future but if you like don't know what it means like maybe just some guidance on how you can actually do it because regardless if you don't know the buzz phrase like everybody knows what it what it is to show up for yourself. So um, I am not a therapist. I cannot give you any professional advice. That's not what this podcast is. 
we are here to, you know, show up as your everyday modern woman going through life and explain our experiences and explain our mindset and talk about where we're at. And I would never sit here and say that I have it all figured out ever. So I would like everybody to know I'm a lifelong learner and I always have the will and the desire to learn and improve. But I would like to think that I show up authentically in what I do at every opportunity that I can. It's very important to me because I, I love who I am and there are things about myself that I know could improve or that I would like to improve, but ultimately at the core of my being, I think that I'm a wonderful person and I'm eager to share with everyone kind of how I got here because I think there's definitely moments in everyone's life where they may not like themselves and I've experienced that. So um, doing the work is essentially a really, like I said, a, a buzz phrase. It's a really popular phrase, I think, that's used in the wellness community that really just explains sitting with yourself and showing up for yourself. And what I mean by that is It is very challenging and it takes a lot of work to understand how you're feeling and to look at some of the past experiences that you've had and process those emotions. A lot of the time when people go through life, they, you know, everybody has, everybody has stuff that they don't enjoy thinking about. Everyone has experiences that weren't amazing. I don't think there's ever going to be anyone in the history of humanity that goes through their entire hundred years of life and (laughs) every moment is perfect. So there's a lot of, you know, um, I don't know. There's a lot of speculation that emotional experiences cause problems with the body like there's a lot of that going on right now and I and I believe most of that um but there's definitely a hindrance to the mind and to the soul when there is an experience that isn't understood or there's an experience that caused emotional turmoil and we don't really understand what those emotions are So when you're sitting there and you're feeling something, it's likely for a reason. And when you are emotionally intelligent or if you're practicing, you know, building on your current emotional intelligence, the most important part of that is giving your logical brain the ability to process and understand what that emotion is. So doing the work is identifying when that's happening because if you're not consciously aware that it's happening it's likely impacting you in some kind of way um, that you probably don't you know you probably want to change it maybe something's happening in your life and you know you're reacting a certain way or maybe something's not happening in your life that you really want to happen but um, the actions that you're taking are impacted by this 
thing that's happening inside of you that you're just completely unaware of. Um, and it starts with recognizing how you respond to the world around you, um, how you show up in situations that are uncomfortable. But an example of doing the work and the the best way that I can explain it is giving yourself time to just be by yourself. And I don't mean like sitting by yourself in a room on Instagram or sitting by yourself in a room and mindlessly watching TV or binging on Netflix. I mean like consciously sitting with yourself. And recognizing how you feel. So I guess it could be like a form of meditation, but I don't really want to use that word because it's meditation's a little bit different, I think, than, you know, starting the process of doing the work. What I'm talking about right now is just kind of like the first step, like scratching the surface. So you're sitting by yourself and you're thinking about how you feel in that moment, just bringing awareness to the feelings that you have and like where you feel them. Sometimes we feel things in our hearts, right? Sometimes I, I think for some people, like for me anyways, anxiety is like really, really heavy in my heart. Like I get, I don't know, <laughs> it's weird to try to explain feelings, um, but what they physically feel like, but, uh, or do we, you know, do you feel it in your stomach? I think sometimes when we have like, um, bad experiences or some kind of trauma like it makes us feel sick sick to our stomach um sometimes we feel it in our heads like stress or something like that it is really like present in the head and the shoulders so really identifying like where you're feeling that and hold on to it like let yourself feel it and it's super uncomfortable and it's like gross and cringy to like feel <laughs> emotions that are negative and like pinpoint them and hold on to them. But it's really important because it gives you focus to that feeling. And once you're like really, really in it, you're like in your feels. <laughs> Another buzz term. But when you're when you're in it, right, you can let your mind go. And you can let your mind figure out, like, where did that come from? And it might be a lot. It, it might be more than you could handle in a single moment. And that's why one of the reasons why it's called doing the work. Um, you're going to have to go through a lot. You're going to have to hold on to that feeling in the pit of your stomach that makes you sick and, like, figure out like, ugh, where did this come from? And it'll, you're going to go through like layers of it. When you ask yourself, what is this? And the experience pops into your head and you kind of like relive it. You ask like, how, how did that make me feel? Like, why am I feeling this way? What about that experience caused me to feel this way? Like maybe I'm mad at somebody. Maybe somebody did something to me and Again, I really want to preface that I am not a professional. If this is too much for you to do, you should go find a professional that can help you with it because it is incredibly challenging. It can be triggering. 
it can be very difficult to do. And sometimes we need help and that's okay. But if you have life experiences that aren't too traumatizing and you can get through it on your own, like you should. So I just wanted to put that out there because it gets tough. Like it, it's called doing the work for a purpose. It's not easy to sit there and go through your life and figure out how you've become the way that you are because of the experiences that you've had and how you let go of some of the experiences that are hurting you. So that's one aspect of doing the work, right? That's like the first part of it is recognizing your feelings, recognizing where they live inside of your body, holding on to them when you're by yourself or when you're with somebody that can help you professionally with it and walking yourself through your life. And once you've given your body and your mind the ability to recognize those feelings, understand those experiences, you're giving the part of your brain that processes all this stuff an understanding to start its to start its process. And once you've gained control of that experience in your mind, then you get to decide what you do with it. You can, through breathing, like, and again, I just want to remind everybody that this process is not going to work for everyone because some people have super traumatic life experiences that you're going to need more than just this. But for the majority of us, you can breathe through it and replace that emotion and that physical reaction to that moment and that emotion with something different. You can literally work through it and replace it with something else. So if you have a life experience, I can probably give you an example of something that, ooh, (laughs) it's usually easier with somebody else's example. We'll go with a generic example. So I'm, this is not really what happened to me, but I can't really think of one that I'm willing to bring up on the fly because I've I've done the work to get rid of most of those now. <laughs> um, let's say you didn't get a promotion, right? Somebody else got a promotion over you. So we're sitting with that. And usually that's like anger and disappointment. And for me, that lives like in my stomach and sometimes in my heart if it's like rage. <laughs> but once you've identified that, you can sit with it and say, okay. I get it. I'm angry. I understand why I'm angry. I didn't get a promotion, but like why, but why? Not why didn't I get the promotion, but why am I so angry about it? Why am I so disappointed that I didn't get that promotion that somebody else did? And then you just keep going. And once you answer that question, you say, okay, you say why again? Maybe I was really looking forward to having more money because... I'm not comfortable with my current financial situation. Okay, why? Why am I not comfortable with my current financial situation? And you just keep going and going and going and going until you get to the root of what is actually happening with you. And it'll be surprising for me anyways. It's been surprising to see like what's really deep down there. And then once you get to that point, you just like hold on to it and you breathe through it, and you accept it, 
and then you find something else to hold on to. So instead of me being uncomfortable with my current financial situation, I am thankful that I have a roof over my head or I am thankful that I have somebody in my life that loves me or whatever it is that is the exact opposite of your ego and whatever is driving you to be feeling negatively about a situation and you replace it with something that's born from love and happiness and health and safety like those things should always be above everything else are you safe are you healthy are you happy if you're not happy like you should find something that makes you happy because there's a lot of people in the world that are not healthy or that are not safe and because of where we live or most of us live um, in the world or whatever controversial thing you want to think of we're privileged like we don't have to worry about things that people all over the world have to worry about and that's something to be happy about that's something to be thankful for so that is a technique that I have used to sit with myself and do the work Um, but another part of doing the work like the second part because it's not all like doom and gloom it's not all let me face my emotional demons and my emotional trauma um A lot of it is showing up for yourself in the way that you need. And for me, I'm like a hobbyist. (laughs) I've categorized myself as a hobbyist because I just, I do so much over like the last 10 years. I've tried and quit or tried and succeeded in like way too many things. So hobbies is like a huge part of my life. Um, There's probably some aspect of your life that you are wanting to tap into that you are wanting to be consistent with that you're wanting to be disciplined in and doing the work is staying committed to those things like for me I'll I'll give you an example because these are a lot easier to think of um I am very uh big on mental health. I don't know if I'd say that I'm an advocate for it, but I'm certainly somebody that has struggled with mental health and done the work to surpass my own challenges. So for me, there's actions in my life that I need to take in order to keep my mental health under control. Um, Silence is probably the one thing that I underappreciated the most my whole entire life until I had kids. Um, So now for me, a part of the actions I need to take to do my work to keep my mental health in check is find silence at least like once in the day. Sometimes that means like going into a room away from my family and just sitting there. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I just mindlessly like scroll through social media But in that moment, all I need is the silence, and I know that. So I give myself the ability to be mindless. Um, But not every time. Sometimes it's 
you know, I'll go and I'll have my coffee. Oh my gosh, I love coffee. Like that morning coffee is so important. Sometimes it's meditation. Um, most of the time it's exercise. Oh, I love exercising. I love running. I love using my body. I love being in control of my body and I love being strong enough to control it. Um, sometimes it's drawing. I'll go in and I'll sketch in the morning. But these are just like examples for you to understand that there's so many different things that your mind and your body crave um, that if you're only doing like the first half of doing the work, which was like everything I talked about, but you're not doing the second half, which is committing and staying disciplined to the things that you love and you want to do, it's you're missing something really big. Um, so you really just have to, you know, find it in yourself to, I mean, even identify what those things are. Sometimes that's super hard. I spent like a really long time, like figuring out what I love, which is, which was really hard, um, to kind of go through life, not knowing what you love. So if you have to do that, like that's, a journey that is worthwhile. So yeah, that's what that is for me. It might be different for other people, but the point is the term doing the work means doing the hard stuff to show up for yourself. And the reason why that's important is because it helps you build a better version of yourself. It helps you progress. It helps you evolve as an individual and you're gonna evolve as an individual no matter what like you are going to change throughout your life but this term in wellness of doing the work means that you are doing the challenging things that are necessary to evolve in a way that you want to so that's my little spiel on doing the work at six in the morning, I'd say that I'm doing the work right now. <laughs> it's really early and oh, my family's asleep and I think it's very, very important for me. It, no, I don't think it is. It is very important for me to um, show up and, and do this stuff. Ha having Evolve has for lack of a better term, evolved into a very big part of my life. And the partnership that I have with Nikki is absolutely amazing. And one of the most amazing things about it is that we organically support each other and show up for ourselves and for each other when we need. Sometimes we're able to do it together and that's amazing. I love recording podcasts with Nikki. Sometimes, you know, I don't have the capability of doing it and she shows up and she does it. And sometimes it's the other way around right now. She's, she's packing and she's moving this weekend. Um, and that's just something that's really important to me. 
because I love watching this progress. I love having things that I'm passionate about to share with everybody. Having a podcast is a really fun experience and I would recommend it for anybody that's a storyteller. Um, yeah, so uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful day. I hope that if you're listening, you know how much we love and appreciate your support. We just dropped our merchandise on our spread shop, which was an incredible experience. Um, and I'm really loving the process for figuring out how to stay disciplined in my artwork so that I can keep bringing, you know, different pieces to the collection consistently and finding time to collaborate with Nikki so we can bring some really good ideas to the merch shop. Thank you again for all of your support. It seriously means the world to me. It gives me motivation. It gives me drive to keep showing up and doing those things that fuel my soul. Um, that second half of doing the work. So with that, you guys have a wonderful day. And thank you as always for listening. And yeah, we love you. Bye.